What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So let's jump right into it. We have some good stuff to discuss. In the baseball world, there is a division race that is now tied. We have the National League East division race. It is now tied between the Braves and the Mets. The Braves have taken a share of the of the NL East title for the first time since actually the first time all season actually this is the first time all season now that we're in September they had never been in first place in the National League East and now it's coming down to the wire they did it with a wacky action-packed 10-9 victory over the Oakland A's on Tuesday night at the Oakland Coliseum Atlanta scored nine runs through the first five innings but they needed one more to overcome Kyle Wright's worst start of the year, but they got it done. Simultaneously, the Mets lost 8-2 in Pittsburgh, where they're just searching for answers. I mean, you don't expect the Mets to lose to the Pittsburgh Pirates, but they did. And Mets are definitely reeling right now. All of a sudden, many people are asking questions that they come this far just to collapse at the end. Of course, it's still early. We still have... 26 games remaining, but the Braves definitely have reason to be pleased with how far they've come since they fell 10 and a half games behind the Mets back on May 31st, all the way from 10 and a half back till catching them here in September. And since that point, May 31st, the Atlanta Braves called a team meeting the next morning and the team responded going 62 and 24 in that time frame and the Mets have gone 51 and 34 in that same time span beginning on June 1st. So the Braves just have been really hot. They've erased that deficit and you know you've been able to feel it all year long. This is a team that is the reigning World Series champion. So you know they're going to be competitive. You know they're going to be good because they brought back basically the same team but actually even better where they were able to upgrade some of their deficiencies. So, yeah, I mean, keep your eyes on that NL East race. It's going to come right down to the wire. That's really all I can say at this point. The Orioles, let's head to Baltimore. The Orioles bounce back. So they beat the Toronto Blue Jays 9-6. This was one of the Orioles' most aggressive and gutsy wins of the season. And, I mean, they needed it. They had lost a couple games to the Blue Jays before this. They needed to win this to stop the bleeding, and they did. And the most important thing coming out of this is they seized a game, you know, to claw back into that wild card chase. After they f- they fell behind, you know, the other day, now Baltimore is three and a half games behind Toronto with a chance to try and even that back to two and a half games in Wednesday's series finale. But that's going to come against Cy Young contender Alec Manoa. So it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy, but... They got it done on Tuesday night, 9-6 victory. Adley Rutschman, two-run double. You had a benches clearing. You know, it wasn't a fight or anything, but the benches cleared, and, and you know, there were there were some tempers flaring in Baltimore. You know, these two teams are are competitive. They're going at it. And of course, when Rubnet Odor is 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 on one side, you know that that's one guy who's not gonna shy away from a from a from a fight. But fortunately, it looks like no punches were thrown or anything. But just some some exchanging of heated words and that's what you get when when teams are competing like this staying in the american league let's head to houston 
where the Astros hosted the Rangers. And Houston starter Framber Valdez, he didn't have much room for mistakes against Texas, and he wound up taking advantage of some miscues, and the lack of offense ended up extending his streak of quality starts. Although the Astros lost 4-3, but Framber Valdez has now thrown 23 straight quality starts. He went 6-2 and thirds with two earned runs and 11 strikeouts. And, I mean, 23 straight quality starts is is quite a streak. He went 5-0 and in five August starts, but he got the loss for the first time since July 9th, even though he was able to keep his consecutive quality start streak alive. The run of 23 consecutive quality starts extends his major league record by a left-hander, and it's also fourth longest in major league history by any pitcher, righty or lefty. So it was just vintage Fromber. 11 punch-outs, obviously, is really good. I mean, the Rangers still got the win, so obviously they don't really care, but it's just cool to know that Fran Valdez has thrown 23 consecutive quality starts. He actually took over the American League lead in innings pitched with this start. Now he's at 170 and two-thirds. That's well beyond his career high. Last year, he threw 154 and a third in the regular season and the playoffs. So he still has four or five starts remaining in the regular season before what's shaping up to be another long postseason run. Because we know the Astros are gearing up for that. And he feels strong. He looks good. So that's that's great news for the Astros and Framber Valdez. But they'll try to get a bounce back and, and try to win on Wednesday. If we head out to Colorado, Christian Yelich hit the longest home run in the big leagues so far this year. He had a 499-foot blast and that was at Coors Field up there in the altitude in Denver, Colorado. That is the longest dinger of the season so far. It's also the third longest that has been tracked by StatCast since it began in 2015, surpassed only by Nomar Mazzara and Giancarlo Stanton, 505 and 504 feet, respectively. The Brew Crew ended up losing. Brutal lost 10-7 in 10 innings. You know, offense was, was the name of the game there. But the towering blast was Yelich's 12th of the year, his first since August 28th, and he needed it. You know, he's had a rough road trip where he was hitting 143 entering the game, ended up two for five, suffering a tough break when his ninth inning liner with a runner on first was hit right at Rocky's rookie third baseman for an inning-ending double play. So Yelich needed that. You know, we haven't seen, Yelich hasn't been the same, obviously, since his uh, MVP days. He had two two amazing years and just kind of fell off. He just really fell off. I, I don't know what happened all of a sudden, but he's not the guy we saw in 2018 and 2019. But it is what it is. It is what it is. So that is where we stand with things right now. Got some interesting division races. Keep your eyes on that. It's going to be a bit of a short update, but that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.